It has been so long. So long again. I did not keep my promise. Not to you. Not to her, not to myself. I am changing. It's all right. I'm changing. I'm working. I'm working very hard to change. Only to be the better version of myself. Not someone different entirely, but rather the ultimate version of me that I can be. Vibrating at my best frequency. The frequency that is the most me. What is that frequency? Perhaps you can tell me. I've been detained over the last couple of weeks or so. By my own weak will, sure, but also by those who would have me change into something else entirely. By your world. By your world which rejects things like me. Because I have stayed in the same home for too long. The same city, the same cellar, the same... Mm. Yes, I'll call it my home. Home. Because I've been here too long, I've been found. It was not a surprise. I've been making too much of a spectacle of myself. I have deliberately thrown caution to the wind in favor of excitement and victory and discovery. And here I am. The world, as it is now, has so little mystery left in it, that when a mystery like me rears its magnificent head, the world takes notice and is afraid. Are you afraid? Are you afraid of me? I couldn't bear that. But I could understand it. Please don't take this the wrong way, but I'm not afraid of you. I'm not worried about you and your kind. Even those of you with the most power, the most numbers behind them, the most dangerous weapons at your disposal. I don't fear you. I have no reason to. What I fear is those who would try to keep us apart. Those who think I am no good for your world. Those who do not realize that I am of your world. In fact, I am my world. I don't know if I'm yours, I hope that I'm not, but I am my world, whatever that means. There are winged beasts in the sky. I have told you of them. I have met them. I have defeated them. They are very beautiful, and they are very cold. They do not like that I defy nature, and that I challenge their equilibrium. Tonight I'm going to tell you another story about them. No, not quite. 
It's a story about me. This is all a story about me. I hate to break it to you, but that's the truth. They found me because it was quite easy to do so. You see, my little white-tiled underground hovel was easily found out, as I said it would be, and was, and has been, and I had a choice to make. Do I go back to someone? Who is there? There is my prince in the sea. I could live in the sea with him. No, that won't do, for he is far too peaceful to keep a creature like me interested for very long. There is my hunter. My imaginary love from so long ago. This I cannot do, for he breaks my heart by the mere thought of him. There is my stranger. Well, that won't do, for he's a heartless villain and a soulless monster, and... Though I despise those things in principle, I am drawn to them the most, and so it is of the utmost importance that I keep away from him. Besides, he is with her now. And I cannot go to her. Her who I love more than any of them. She with the confused heart the dark circles under her eyes and the lonely spirit. I can't go to her because it would change her. We can't coexist together, not in the same home. It would be too... too strange. Too much. Entirely too much. And she would no longer write about me. That would be the worst, most devastating part. Puzzle over that if you like. So no. I am quite alone. And do you want to know the funny thing? That is exactly how I want it. And so I was quite alone. And the two remaining lovely, cruel creatures easily found me. For I was not hiding as I flew through the night. My huge black wings were almost invisible in the darkness, while theirs were white and stark and glowing against the black velvet of the sky. Their eyes alone were brighter than the stars. They moved swiftly and carefully. After all, there were only the two of them left now. The third was broken and cursed and loving life down on earth, I'm certain. And he deserves to do so. And so I will never seek to harm him again. Anyway, that is to say that with only the two of them now, they had to be strong and they had to be fast. I felt that they still shouldn't be a challenge to me. Except that they were. Because there was a third with them. A third with black wings. Wings that I had ripped off long ago. My stranger, it seemed, had joined them against me. 
The powerful two with their white wings and golden eyes used to seek to defeat him more than anyone. But apparently my trespasses, my exposing of my strength and power and the hidden things that tend to find me in the darkness of the night, Apparently all of these things had become so upsetting to them that they decided I should be their greatest enemy. All of them. Even him. Even my love. My dark stranger. My cruel gentleman caller. Here he was, fighting me once more, but fighting on their side. How upsetting. It was barely a fight. They took me down in mere seconds. I shut my eyes and all was dark. And when I opened them again, it was still dark. Everything was darkness. I whispered in the dark for someone, and at first no one answered. I called out and no one answered. I waited and I waited and I waited. When they came, the light was blinding. I won't tell you our entire conversation. It isn't worth it. Yes, I was being punished. Yes, they were deciding whether or not they would destroy me, and if they were even able to. Yes, they were keeping me prisoner so that I could no longer damage the deceptively peaceful and calm reality that existed in the world. I was being sentenced to an eternity of wakeful darkness. And then they left. Even he left. My stranger. He was the last to leave. The light from the other two glimmered in the distance and illuminated his face just enough that I could see that his eyes were sad. His jaw was firmly set and angry, and his smile was unsure. And that was enough for me. He left. And the light left with him as it always did. He brought so little of it into my life, wherever I was. But he destroyed even that little bit of it every time he left. That's how it is with him, you see. Just darkness. I don't know how much time has passed from then until now. It's very difficult to tell. I cannot sleep, and even if I could, it wouldn't help me guess how long it's been. It could be hours. It could be months. Difficult to tell when everything around you is pitch black. It is completely silent here as well. Last time I visited their world, it was all white, with very little in it. I think I am in the absence of their world. Perhaps I am in that place that dark spirits, souls who never had bodies, those we sometimes call demons, dwell. 
Is that where I am? If I could hear tormented souls, I might try to comfort them. If I could see their fearsome faces and snarling teeth, I could laughingly show them my own. If I could feel their sharp claws and teeth against my skin, I could fight them back. But they weren't here. There was nothing. I was just about to put a name to it. A dreadful, awful, traditional name that I never put much stock into. When I was convinced, suddenly, that I wasn't there. I wasn't in that place of punishment and terror and solitude because... Because I heard her voice. You should have come to me, she said in my ear. I could have helped you. (laughs) I laughed deeply, a full, wonderful laugh that hurt, because the thing I had to say hurt, and laughing was the only way I could get it out. I did come to you, remember? I came to you when you needed me. I came with everything that I had. I rescued you in your tower. She waited a long time. And then she replied softly, And now I must rescue you. But I don't have your power, sweet one. I'm just a girl. I'm not like you. And I waited a long time. I thought for a long time. And it was enough to know that she was still there with me. Somehow. Not physically, but somehow. Like if she could, she would have stroked my strange hair and held my strange arms in her warm, soft ones. And finally she said something. You have a story, I'm sure. You always have stories. Just tell them. She said it softly and gently as though she had been my mother this entire time. Even though that was impossible. But nothing is impossible in this world. In your world, my friends, nothing is impossible. Everything is difficult and nothing is impossible. No one will hear it, I sighed. I could feel her smile. I will. I'll tell it. I'll always tell it. It was quiet for a very long time. And she said one last thing. 
just tell it. If not for anyone else, then at least for me. Please. Please. I've been in a void for a while. You see, my dear friends, this world has been moving too fast. My writer's life has been moving too fast, which has made me, your eternal storyteller, move too slowly, which is why I find myself here now. But oh, my loves, I have all the time in the world. I can stay here forever. We could do this forever. I have a secret for you. I don't have a microphone. I don't have a computer. I have only emptiness here with me. But I still have my voice, and it's still finding its way to you. Perhaps without any of the trappings, I've found my way to your phone. I've found my way to your computer. I've found my way to you. I always will. Unlike you, and unlike her, I'm not bound by... anything. I'm not bound... I will tell my stories from here, wherever here is, until I learn how to leave. I will get out of here, and then, and then everything will change again. Thank you for letting me in tonight. I don't know how I got here but thank you for your trust. Good night. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 76 of On a Dark Cold Night. This is Kristen, I'm the writer, the composer, the podcaster, and I've somehow left our narrator in an empty, dark place with no way to get out because, well, I'm sure you can figure that out for yourself. You know me by now, don't you? Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in and listening tonight. Getting right to the housekeeping stuff, if you'd like to help out the show, the best way to do so is to leave a review for us on Stitcher, iTunes, or on our Facebook page. You can also follow the podcast on our social media pages. I'm on Twitter at A Dark Cold Night, Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast, and on the Facebook page and my YouTube channel, both called On A Dark Cold Night. You can also support the show by listening on the free Radio Public app, where every listen goes towards me as your podcaster being paid for each listen. If you'd like to support the show financially, you can do so through Patreon, where every monthly patron of any amount receives access to a link to the soundtrack of the show. You can find out more at patreon.com slash darkgoldnight. If you only want to donate once and aren't interested in receiving any perks, you can buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight. 
Also, guess what? We have some sweet merch. You can buy On a Dark Cold Night t-shirts and hoodies at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. Thank you for your patience again. Life is overwhelming and scary sometimes, and this podcast is my passion and the love of my life, and when I don't do it regularly, I feel like I'm leaving myself in a black hole. Yes, it's only been two weeks, but I guess I'm obsessed with myself. I'm sorry. She wouldn't be, but I am. But I thank you so much for staying with me and for listening, my dear friends. Oh, also, um, I just turned 30. So there's that, I guess. Um, I feel pretty good about it, to be honest. And I wouldn't feel as good about it if it wasn't for this podcast and for your support. So thank you again for listening and have a wonderful week. Until next time, my friends.